Hello, how do you do? Welcome to the Three Count Podcast. Uh, Diego, the trabajador here. Uh, current, oh, let me take off the helmet first. Getting a break from the work. Uh, they are doing a lot of work outside, so this is the only time I have, and I don't have my cafecito. So let's go ahead and do this. I will answer the questions. Uh, Senor Red Dog will be doing the presentation for the most part. Bueno. Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I'm your host Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, wish by our 280th episode, you would just you know do as you would for your tribal chief and just acknowledge me. But like every good Sherpa, like I said, it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. So who's entering the ring today? You can find this man at Invictus. You can find him at Limitless, Intense, Blitzkrieg, Pop. You can find this man at Pro Wrestling Magic. You can see him having fun at House of Glory and the Wrestling Open. He is the jack of all trades. Mi amigo aquí, Diego El Trabador. Hola, como estas? Uh, Currently, right now, everything's a little bit uh, on the quiet side. Hopefully, it will stay that way for the rest of the show. Ah, bueno, 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 bueno. I don't think people understand that, uh, that both you and I are bilingual. <laughs> I know my normal uh, audience would be like, what are they saying? <laughs> well, don't worry. If, if they cannot understand, I will try to say it in as much of the Native American language as I can. <laughs> bet, bet. All right, man. Well, listen, so we first met, actually, we actually met at a couple different places, but we really met each other at the Wrestling Open up in Massachusetts. Um, and then we got to work each other at Invictus, which actually was such a huge honor to be able to get to share the ring with you mm. as well. And uh, I just wanted to put out there right off the jump, like the creativeness that you had for your mind and for our match was so much fun. I had such a blast doing it. Uh, see, boy, it was very... Well, I had to come up with uh, something because it's very unexpected to fight uh, somebody of your skill stature. Because uh, I know you have been before in the uh, the military before, so it's yeah. very, I had to keep up as much as I can with that. <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny because like I put a I put our scene out, uh, I put a clip out of our match, uh, the dance scene that we had, and that got over so well with everybody. Everybody was laughing so much about it. I was like, "Well, great! I'm glad that people are joining the work that uh, you know." Two young hungry lions are uh, trying to, you know, put out there. <laughs> Oy, I remember talking with the, uh, what is it, El Señor Alex uh, backstage. He fully entertained. He loved the fact that it was, uh, he, he loved the fact that it was very different from a lot of the serious fights that had happened afterwards. Uh, it, it bordered on the, what, what do they call it, the sports entertainment side for the most yeah. part, which is really good. That's a really good compliment. I like that. Yeah, I definitely got that told too. That I was uh, the exact words from Alex was, "I was thoroughly sports entertained," and I was, <laughs> "I'm glad." It was a a great a great way to start the show. Because even going back and watching, I was like, "Yeah, I could definitely see like the atmosphere for for Invictus is definitely like fight heavy central, and to have a match like ours like right in the middle or like right at the beginning to set it off with the crowd like just being electric for us was it was cool, man. So I definitely appreciated sharing the mat with you. Oh, muchas gracias. Likewise as well, my friend. 
But let's get into this, man. So we we have we put ourselves over. Great. If you guys want to, you guys could check that out on IWTV, you know, part of his Victus. But more importantly, and it's also on uh, Let Us Fight. So more importantly, I got to know, though, who is Diego? Well, Diego Trabajador. I come from a long line of uh, fellow trabajadores. It is in the blood, as my brother would say, that we have go to the work and we do the work as best as we can and as hard as we can. Uh, so it doesn't matter if it's rain or snow, if we're not feeling good today or if we are feeling very old today, we will still try our best to head to the work, eh, termina, you know, finish whatever it is in front of us. Because as mi abuelita used to tell me, you finish the work that is given to you, más o menos, you know, it's funny. It's funny, like, listening, because it reminds me so much, like, my mom was the same way. She'd always be, like, you know, she'd always talk to me about, like, just putting in the work and grinding and working and, like, making sure that, you know, you just you pay pay it forward, right? Pay all the respect forward. And and it's something about, uh, you know, our moms, the madres, the abuelitas también, they just, they mm. instill this grind in us that we have to keep pushing no matter what and keep going as far as we can. So, getting to speak with somebody and talk to them about family and how important it is and that the grind has to stay as real to put the work in. I definitely can relate to that. <laughs> Did we lose you? Okay. No, I the connection there for a second. I don't know. Uh, well, it reminds me of like me. Used to be everywhere all the time. You know, my mom helped when we were little kids. Mita, mucho help. You know, always helping around the house, cleaning and cooking and taking care of the babies. Uh, so it's very. It's always very nice to see them whenever they're relaxed and you get to relax next to them. And then, oh, time's up. Got to go back to work. Sometimes you help them out with the work. Actually, Sorry, it is very, it is very dis disorientating when it goes black and you see the circle. Right. But, you know, it's it's a nice it's a nice feeling to have when when you have the family right there next to you helping you to push you forward. Uh, I can see you. You have a family of your own right now, right? With your with your daughter and your and your wife, I think, right? Yeah. So I definitely can relate to as far as like how work goes and like you know sometimes you have your you have your family there and then you like sit down and you spend like a couple minutes with them and then you're like, Oh, I gotta go. We gotta get somewhere else. I got something else to do. So there, there's always like a lot of jobs to be juggled and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to see somebody else's just like, they appreciate that same way. They, they live that same lifestyle that, that get up and go style. So I definitely, I definitely like it, but yes, I do have one daughter and I have my wife <laughs> and one dog. Oh, do I was going to ask if you have a plan to have another little chiquito, you know, a little other babito on the way, or if no, 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 one and done. Like I said, we, we out this game. <laughs> one, 
Okay. Yeah. trabajador junior. Bueno, over here. <laughs> Maybe I teach him how to hold a hammer. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny, man, because like even like, you know, they were saying that you had went, you set up the ring, you had to go to another job, then you came back and then, you know, you had our match. So, yeah, the work never stops for you. So how do you find time to just like sit back and relax and, you know, think about having a little one? There we go. And anytime I have a little moment of reprieve for the, like the little coffee breaks, uh, it pops into my mind and then immediately going back to work. But then, you know, I go to sleep like everyone else, you know, six hours, seven hours. And then sometimes they give me the days off. Sometimes I feel sick and then I have those days off. That's when I start thinking about like, oh, maybe I should take another step to see if I can find a, find a family of my own. Have a little trabajador junior. Maybe a little dog, uh, señorito trabajador, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Cool. Definitely. I love being, I love the, I love the dad life. I'm not going to lie. Uh, how did, how did you get into the sport? I mean, it, it's really, it's interesting when I think about it now. Because coming from a long line of people who do a lot of work, uh, mi abuelita had told me that she had wanted me to work all the jobs that I can, you know, complete the jobs that have not been completed yet. And when I think about it more, I look at my uncle, uh, mi tío, for those, of, for those of you who are not familiar with the language, um, I looked at my tío, my great on my father's side. And, oh, he was a, he fue lucha libre, and he had the, the move where he, he got by the army flip him over like like the guys in the in the karate and that was his super move and i think oh that's that's interesting that's a that's one of the jobs that i have not yet completed is to fight another person in lucha libre style so i go up to my grandma i go abuelita i would love to do in lucha libre and she looked me dead in the eyes like i was crazy and she was saying Are you crazy you want to go flying over rope with nobody to catch you and break your neck i was like See, abuelita, you know, it's, it's interesting. And then she looked me again. She like, you want to get beat up before I leave? I said, what kind of... And see, abuelita, I would like to, I would like to fight, you know. I'm not going to get beat up all the time. And she looked me dead in the eyes like, okay. Si tú quieres hacer el trabajo, ándalo, hazlo. Do it to the best of your abilities. And be sure that you come home at least once, twice, maybe three times with a belt. A little shiny belt to achieve even if you lose the belt, at least you have the memory of the belt still there, you know. So now I go and set off. I have to go train. Uh, I go to my gym and I lift up all the paint cans. I lift up all the, the wounds that are all over the place, the boards. I try to do as much exercises again. Uh, now I feel as though there might be extra added on at a run because now do I need to have the strength to lift the people up. And now I have to have the skill to actually fight the people. Because, you know, I don't to Not good, but I know how to punch only. And my kicks still need a lot of work. That's why I still go to the House of Glory to, to study the, the way that they fight, the way that they move. And I start to learn a little bit better with, with every experience that's coming around. <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
No, House of Glory is a, is an incredible place to learn from. There's a lot of great talent that comes out of there, and a lot of people that that should be get put over that really haven't seen yet. You know, so like yourself, you know, obviously Private Party is really well known for being at House of Glory. Mr. James is another person that a lot of people don't really talk about, but they should be because he's an incredible talent. But I also got to know because you're at House of Glory, people know that they train as in a luchador style. What's the worst bump you've taken? I repeat the question. I lost connection. Oh, I was uh, I was, I was saying that you know everybody knows like House of Glory trains some luchador, right? So what's, what's the worst bump you've taken? Ah, uh, the worst bump that I have taken. Ah, uh, let me see. Let me think. I believe this was a pile driver. Yes, it was definitely the pile driver. So I go to uh. And it was this past, um, it was this two weeks ago, I believe, Saturday. They were doing, they had the, there was a man, uh, what was his name? Uh, let me look it up I believe it was Tommy, Tommy Channing. Uh, death. Uh, Channing Thomas there. I had the words mixed up. Um, so I go there and I'm coming to fix the ring and all that, uh, build it up and hopefully, you know, put on a fight. So when I go to fight him, I always headlock, always very close to his chest, no time to breathe. Once I get time to breathe, it, uh, he changed it on me, uh, put me in pile driver. And at this moment, I had never taken a pile driver without my helmet on. I take one pile driver once I had my helmet, saved my life. You know, you got to think safety first with all these things. But this one, this time, I have no helmet on. Give me the pile driver. Mi cuello, you know, totally squished. As soon as I go back, took a plunger to kind of stretch out the most. It's not what the tool is used for, but you know, it was easy there. So, no, I definitely understand. Uh, for those who are wondering what happened, it's just breaking up on the internet side. But uh, yo, so Chinese Thomas gave you file driver, and you had to use your plunger to straighten your neck back out. See, see. It's a very unique way, see. unique way of like being able to like stretch the neck back out. <laughs> Wait, wait. Yeah, right, well, I cleaned then. it before I even had to use it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I've definitely seen you use that plunger in ways that it's not meant to be used, uh, especially sticking on the back of people's heads. Oh, hold on, I think it's... Oh, where is the connection? Oh, I... I got you. <laughs> I think maybe if I maybe if I lift it up like this, I could take it, get more... Oh, more signal, okay. So, no, there are times where I get nervous about that because, you know, the tools are supposed to be used for the fixing and dismantling and remantling all that. Uh, así que, 
me da miedo, you know. I get a little scared that the union is going to come knocking on my door. It's like, hey, you can't be using that for that kind of stuff. What are you? What are you doing? Ah, they, but then again, you know, sometimes I have to warn them ahead of time. Listen, they go pelea. I have to use this tool. Do you mind if I, you know, bend the rules a little bit by using the tool in a way that's not supposed to? And they, they seem okay with it. They seem okay as long as I tell them ahead of time. You know. I got you. I got you. So. Hey, so what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn being in the business so far? Uh, the hard lesson would be the travel and the time to put in. Because there are times where, you know, for the most part, I go to work overnight and then I come home, maybe like sleep for two, three hours in the después. I go to the other places. So right now, you know, working around the schedule, maybe there will be time where I will you know, have new job that will give me better scheduling time, you know, but you never know. It's very unpredictable with the jobs right now. Uh, but definitely the hardest part is just the travel, you know, making yeah. time to be able to do all this stuff and at the same time get the exercise in too. Yeah. I don't think people really understand about that concept of like, you have to be very meticulous with your time. Like you have to be very on point with your schedule because if you're not, like one wrench can just throw everything out the window, especially like I know for me, it's like I get up, I go to work, I have to train and then I, you know, I'm training others. And then I'm also like back here doing the podcast. And I tell everybody, I was like, my time is valuable, like super valuable because I still on top of that, you know, you're still being a dad, still being a husband, still being a, a care of dogs. <laughs> like, mm. There's always a lot of work to be done. And you have to have your schedule on point to be able to, to be able to do any, anything. So I always tell people, I'm like, listen, I plan things out like two, three weeks in advance just to make sure that I'm hitting everything on point. But yeah, definitely. I, it's, it's something that people don't talk about a lot. But yeah, the traveling and the scheduling is super important. And that's it. That's it. That's actually a smart idea that I must, I have to do now, you know, write the schedule. It is supposed you know, make it an order of like, okay, 10 o'clock, I do this. Because for me, it's natural to just, I ir a trabajo and then, you know, just do everything that you do throughout the whole day and then just come home and, you know, very sporadic, as they say, you know, that life can be very random or, you know, but I think that is a good point to do the, the scheduling so that everything can be in order. Uh, you make and you have more time to do you know, to fill in with a lot of. Uh, for example, I want to learn how to play the piano, but my trabajo and the lucha libre and the exercise don't really leave me that much. So if I maybe if I put the the time okay, ten o'clock for ten minutes piano, maybe I could do that. Yeah, I'm in the same boat because, like, something that I want to start doing, uh, so I have my own, I have my own axe just sitting right there in that back closet, and I love playing the guitar, and I don't really get that much time to play it as much as I want to. So I'm just like, all right, I have to set down time to decide to read a book first and then to be able to go play my guitar. And then also if I want to go play video games, because that's also something I find very important. So I'm like, I feel like I'm always scheduling my time. Like, hey, oh, fun time is from this time to this time. <laughs> see, see. Do you, have you played the video games, uh, the now, the current one, the new ones that come out right now? Yeah, actually right now, um, what's in my, what's in my hard drive right now? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, I know I have the new Call of Duty already downloaded, just waiting for the time to hit so that I can start playing that. Uh, I do have WWE 2K22 on ah. the Xbox One, so people want to get in and you know you can actually play as me as a character too. Have that uploaded, but yeah, so there's uh there's couples, but not really. Just lately, I've been wanting to go back through like Xbox 360 games, like I was just playing Dante's Inferno. Uh, um, I love that game. That game's so much fun. Are there any of the new games that you are looking forward to by any chance? Uh, actually, I need to get me. So by the time that this, actually, I think this episode will be out fairly soon. Uh, Gotham Knights. Ah, oh, the Batman. See, the see. Batman. See. <laughs> Batman One of my superhero favoritos. Oh, I love superheroes. I'm a massive superhero fan too. Uh, let me ask you, what kind of advice would you give to upcoming wrestlers? Uh the most important advice: find find a good school. You know, sometimes you know. Sometimes there are times. Yes, you can learn on the job. Um, you go to the you go to these wrestling shows. You help set up the ring, and then you talk to the other wrestlers. And you know, they enseign you how to do the roles correctly. You know, everybody has their own ways of doing the roles. Everybody has their own ways of doing the uh, of doing the almost uh, where they where they grab each other the locker. Yes, because you want to be on the defense for that. Um, so yes, you can learn on the job, but it's much more beneficial to go to a school uh, to meet other people who are in the same mind that they want to they want to go up to to uh, the TV either to WWE or to AEW, maybe maybe you know Aviahara Japan and go to the NJPW too over there. Um, then there's you get to you get to test what you learn with your peers against your peers. Uh, Okay, like the uh, my sensei, uh, Amazing Red, he used to tell us all the time, uh, iron sharpens iron. So with real tools, but you know, you get the idea. You get to sharpen your skills against people that have still sharpening their skills as well. Uh, and especially whenever you're going against either the sensei or the uh, the other sensei, uh, el como se llama el mantequilla. Uh, Evander James, you know, they are they also my sense is they have the more skills of the shows and whatnot. They get to test you on everything you do when you when you go into the fight. Mm. Yeah, no, it is definitely cool to be able to like learn things out of school. So definitely, yeah, my my teacher himself, uh, you know, I, I learned from Sickend, who was uh studying under Ruckus. So to be able to learn those lessons as well, it's it's massive and it's definitely important. Like you got to be able and then test those lessons out that you've learned. And like you said, you know, iron sharpens iron. So that's just one thing that I live by that motto. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with it. Hey, so you've been to a lot of different locker rooms. You've seen a lot of different places. So what I need to know is uh, one do and one don't of the locker room. One do and one don't. Uh, oh, you mean like the, the rules in the locker room, right? Yeah. One do and one Thing you should do in the locker room and also one thing you shouldn't do in the locker room ah okay so when you go to the locker room first time you be there uh it is like any normal job you want to you know you're new to the job you want to introduce yourself to all the people so you go up to people you look them in the eye you give them the good handshake so that uh, they know that you are you know a good working person Un bien trabajador, as they say <laughs> uh, 
what you don't want to do is you don't want to uh I think one of me one of the me senseis used to tell me yes you can go to the locker room and you know chit chat with the people but do not try to be too uh playful you know because there are times where people they you know they can be playful but then you know they need to come back to business you know they have to mm-hmm. come back to okay what are we going to do this is how we're going to fight uh Okay, show me how you throw that kick. Oh, okay, I know how to take that kick now. You know, you don't. You, you always want to be prepared. Um, most, but so muy importante. Shake hands with everybody. Make sure you they, you tell them your name and todo eso. Y most importante, don't play around too much. There's a time for play. There's a time for work. Right now, we gotta do the work. After after the show, after the fights are over, you know, go a tomar un poco de cervezas. You know, not too much because then sometimes you have to drive home. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you live close by, you are super lucky. You could do, you could you just go to sleep after the service is done. <laughs> I like it. Yes, hundred percent. I I think uh, it's one of those things too. Is like you know you got to remember too. Like you're in a professional setting, so be a professional. But then at the same time, like listen, this is all play. Like at the end of the day, it's all play. Like we still got to be serious, right? Because it is a job. But it see, is. See. Like we still want to have fun. So definitely have fun, but not have too much fun because it's just like those, you know, if you drink too much and you become sloppy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I started to have flashbacks to when I was not so much a trabajador. <laughs> I can relate. I've had those nights where I just, I don't know how I got back home or what happened. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Yo, so uh, listen, we're going to get into the best segment of the Three Count Podcast. It is the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions. And Mr. Tabador, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. Whatever your answer is, that's your answer. Hey, okay. Bueno. So let's put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. Wait, hold on. Let me get my helmet on. I don't know how hard these questions are going to hit, so... And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Ah, mm, uh, Raw, definitely when I was a little kid. Watch it all the time. Favorite cartoon? Spider-Man, the the one from the 90s. Let's go. Yes. Lowe's or Home Depot? Oh, it's too, it's too, it's too hard to answer on that one. Uh, which one has the better? Uh, Home Depot. See, they have more variety. I want to say right now, but it looks as the doors. No, you know what? I will say, Mom and Pop Shop on the round the corner. They always conveniently open. I like it. I like it. I was like, because we've seen your shirt design before. We know what that looks like. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite movie? Uh, ooh, Mortal Kombat, the one with the uh, the old one where they have the 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 scorpion had the stake coming out, you know, hey, instead of the actual nineteen ninety five version. Let's get it. Yeah, we got a lot of conversations we're gonna have after this. Uh, so Batman or Superman? I Diablos. Although Superman can fly, that's really useful. I, I like a Batman more. He's he's uh he's you know Romano. He's, he's human. I like it. Uh, let's go. Favorite actor? I, oh, Diablo. oh, Jackie Chan. See, 
Jackie Chan with all his movements. I love it. Uh, the Avengers or X-Men? Oh, start at the You know, I say X-Men. It's originally what I used to watch when I was a baby. Okay. I got you. Favorite podcast? Oh, Diablos. Uh, there was a podcast. Um, some dude from Texas. Uh, se llama the Pizza Party Podcast. They, he talk about the uh, he talk about the cartoons and how they animated all that. So that's really interesting how they, you know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I love that one. Nominate one person that you want to see on this podcast. Oh, not that I think about it, but you know, but he's busy. Maybe you know. You know what? I would love to see uh, El Señor James on this podcast. I know he's busy with the school right now. They had just opened up, but you know, it would be interesting to see how he teaches. Yes, I am all about that life. <laughs> and last but not least, my favorite my favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this podcast, favorite curse word. Oh, it is a word. It is a word in the country of my familia. Um, curse word. Huevonazo. There we go. I don't... They they always do you whenever I would always go around, you know, acting very foolish, they would say, Oh god, we will not so stop it, you know. <laughs> so I know I know to stop after they say that one word. Yo, I know like, me, it's it's funny yeah. for me because my family is all from Panama, right? And my family se vive in Panama and they have different words, right? But my amigos that se vive in, in Nebraska said oye. Oh, yeah. Chingao. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Chingao was from Nebraska. Holy crap! No, no, no. no. Well, my friends are all from Mexico. That were <laughs> saying that to me. So I'm like, damn. I was like, we have to go that far. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo. So those are all my heavy hitting questions. So the last thing I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Ah, you can find me on the, the Facebook, Diego Trabajador. You can find me on the Instagram, uh, El Trabajador. I forgot to put the Diego, but I will fix that possibly later. E, también, I am on the Twitter, Diego Trabajador. Recently did the changing. Ah, there we go. Instagram, Diego, uh, El Trabajador, working man. See, you can find <laughs> me all the way over there. YouTube, I have a YouTube page. I put the fights up there. Uh, I put the highlights up there. Maybe promo. I don't know yet. Uh, but, you know, you search, you put the Diego El Trabajador uh, on the YouTube, and you will see me with my hammer and my jacket. Very nice. Well, there you have it. He gave his handles. He even told you about his YouTube channel. He even told you where you can find all of his stuff. So, you know what that means. Like everybody's favorite part of a wrestling match. We got to take it home because this is the Three Count Podcast Presents Now Entering, and I'm your host, Clever Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And like every good Sherpa, like I've said I am, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. And so who's entering the ring? You see him right there, right next to me, the working man himself, Diego El Trabajador. And you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or you're legitimately just following on us all of our social media platforms. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. You're even buying our merch that you can find on ProWrestlingTees.com. 
or you're buying my specific merch that you can find on for your wear forward slash red hyphen dog. You guys know the rest. Do all that. Tell your friends about us. You're getting us all the love, or you're really just kind of waiting for this episode to end. You're waiting for the outro, and then you're choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the 3Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the 3Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the 3Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So... Show us some support, please.